And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said this, he gave up the ghost. Luke 23, verse 46, which is the seventh of the seven last words of Jesus Christ on the cross. May we bow our heads to pray. Father, we thank you for this day and for the opportunity to, Lord, understand your word, to hear your word and to understand. And Lord, not just be hearers, but to be doers also. Grant us the grace, O Lord, to receive your word fully and to perceive it and to operate in it. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Beloved, it's a privilege to share with you a few thoughts on this seventh of the seven last words which Jesus gave in Luke chapter 23 verse 46 and he said as I read before Father into thy hands I commend my spirit Father into thy hands I commend my spirit this profound conclusion of Jesus on the cross brings thought three key areas let me say that you know on the cross everything jesus said was a loaded sermon he had a lot of messages on the cross but we can't on this day go through all the many many messages that jesus sought to bring to us but just for today we just take a few of the critical lessons on this particular statement of jesus on the cross father the first emphasis is father the second is into thy hands and the third is my spirit father into thy hands and then my spirit when we talk about fatherhood we are talking about a relationship we are talking about a source of life we are talking about the one that gives life we are talking about somebody that is in a covenant relationship with another because he has given birth or has produced that person. And God Jesus was emphasizing his relationship with the Father throughout the ministry. Right from the beginning, even the Father affirmed this. Right from the uh, baptism, we are told that the Father he said, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And then on the final day as Jesus is also leaving, we are told by he himself, says, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. There was a clear covenant between the Father and the Son. Again, we see Jesus bringing our thoughts to the subject of fatherhood, asking us a question. If I may ask you today, who is your father? You know, in this life, a lot of people call people fathers. The scripture says that if I be your father then where is my honor? So it's not enough to call someone a father. If you ask anybody who is religious, say, oh, God is our father. God is our father. But Jesus taught the Jews and taught all of us in speaking to the Jews in John chapter 8 from verse 41 down. He, began to, he, he was touch, talking to them about the issue of fatherhood. And they were bragging about the father. God was also their father. And Jesus said, no, you, 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 the father that I'm talking about it's not the same father you people are talking about. Because he said, at a point, even they provoked him to, for him to say that. He said, you are of your father, the devil. 
they were accusing him. And we were saying, my father is a true God. And then he was saying, you guys are of the father, the devil, because the things you do rep- replicate the devil. Today, as we reflect on the words of Jesus on the cross, I want to ask you, my dear brother, my sister, wherever you are listening to me or watching me, who is your father? Who do you refer to as a covenant father? That when he speaks to you, you are willing to listen. When he says, Jesus said, I do nothing of my own except that which the Father asked me to do. As Jesus is talking to us about the Father, his relationship with the Father, it's important that we emulate him. Fatherhood represents trust. Who do you trust? When people are about to die, they look for people they can trust. And they delegate, they assign loved ones and they assign their belongings to people they call executives or uh, trustees or whatever. Or they look for people to, to care, take care of their families and other people or other things that they have, their businesses and all. If today you as a child, you as a human being were to leave, who will you trust as a father? Who will you trust to be able to uh, uh, engage the rest of your life? Who do you think will be held accountable, can be held accountable for your life? Who can say to you, brother, sister, where you're going, you're off. Come on in line. That you will listen. So beyond the fatherhood of God, on earth, God has given us fathers. Who is your father, I ask you today? Who guides you in your spiritual life? Who guides you in your social life? Who guides you in your professional life? Who guides you? Who can, who can you trust? Who have you... T- be, relegated or depended on to guide you. Jesus said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. Fatherhood is about grace. The father had just been told Jesus on the same cross said, Eli, Eli, lama tabasaktani. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? So at a point, he felt as if the father had forsaken him. And as I thought about that, I thought about the prodigal son in Luke chapter 15. Who felt forsaken, who had been abandoned. But then, because of the relationship and the covenant of fatherhood, the scripture says in the same Luke chapter 15, it says, the prodigal son came to himself. And when he came to himself, he said, I will arise and go to my father. And I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. Treat me as one of your own. And this is when he was a long way off, the father received him. This is the father that saw the weight of sin on the son Jesus. And still was willing, as he experienced this, this kind of turnaround, this experience of what, still longing, not being abandoned, at the final moment, that mattered most. He still remembered that he had a father. He had not forsaken him. Fatherhood is about grace. Many people say, I am a father to you. I am a father to you. Naturally, many fathers have abandoned this area of grace. I urge you, if you have abandoned your children, go back for your children. If you are a child or a son or a daughter, and you have abandoned your, your parents, remember that you have a father who is gracious, your heavenly father, and even the natural fathers that we have. Go back, turn around, and approach the father's throne, and he's ever willing to receive you. Amen. Beloved, he says, into thy hands. This is a very, very deep message. What, does, what do hands represent in the sight of God? We can talk about many things in the Bible. 
You know, the creation, human beings were created by the hands of God. The Bible says we are the handiwork of God. So it means that by his hands, when he's, he's commending his life into the hands of the Father, then it means that he's going back to creation. Now, he also talks about works. Hands represent works. Hands represent blessing. When you remember the story of Isaac, remember the story of Jacob. Jacob, when he, before he departed, he blessed his, his children and, and grandchildren. And he lays hands on them. Hands represent discipline. Hands represent care and safety. Hands represent war. The hand of the Lord. When the, 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 the Israelites were about to leave uh, Egypt, the finger of the Lord fought for them. The hand of the Lord fought for them. Hands represent acceptance and warmth. But on the cross, what did the hands represent? Jesus brings our attention to that. And as we look at the scriptures in 1 Peter 5 verse 6, we understand a bit of it. It says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Jesus had a revelation of what the Father was about to do for him on the, uh, through the cross. When you, you, you compare this to what G, uh, the, the Apostle Paul said in, in, in the book of, uh, of Philippians, chapter 2, verse 5 down to 11. As he humbled himself before the Father, he saw, he foresaw the glory that was about to come. And he prepared himself. So he said, I, I surrender to you, Father. Into your hands I commend my spirit. A hand through humility. Submitting him because sin had come. And he needed to humble himself before the Father. For a, 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 a restoration, for an upgrade. And then you go further. When you see in Mark 16, verse 19. A profound statement there. The result of this humility. This submission to the hands of God. So then, after the Lord has spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. Glory be to God. Humility pays. Jesus, having surrendered his spirit unto the Father's hands in all humility, the Father then elevates him. This is a very great example for us, my beloved, in the Lord. The last area of Jesus' action or statement. My spirit. We know human beings are made of spirit, soul and body. It's true that the soul is important. It's true that the body is important. But what mattered most to Jesus was the spirit. And so he says I commend my spirit. He could have asked the Lord revive me. Father save me from these people. Give me another opportunity as King Hezekiah did. But he didn't do that. He said Father into thy hands I commend my spirit. What is most important for a man is his spirit. What is most important for a man? You may, we may have the intellect, we may have the mind, we may have the emotions and all of it that matter. But beloved, I suggest to you this day that it is your spirit that matters most. Treat your spirit well. Focus on your spirit. So when David the king was, was having a problem with the Lord, he was not worried about anything but his spirit. So he said to the Lord in Psalm 51, verse 10. He said, create in me a clean heart. Oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. And he goes on and on. When you read Ezekiel 36, 
verse 26 and 27. When God says, I will give you a new heart. And I'll put a new spirit in you. That, and I'll take away the stony heart. Above all things that are happening on earth today, if there's anything a man, man need to work on, it is the spirit man. I pray for you that on this day as we remember Jesus on the cross as he himself who is the firstborn of all creation decided to place his spirit in the hands of the father so I pray that God will touch your heart that you also see the importance of the spirit the mind is important the body is important we spend a lot of time we spend a lot of money we spend a lot of energy we seek we, most of the fighting and the struggles we have with one another and with, 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 with the system with government and all it's all about the mind or it's about the body but today as we remember jesus on the cross as we remember the words of jesus on the cross i urge you to pay attention to your spirit because the flesh will because the mind will go, but the spirit will remain. On that final day, it will be the spirit. So Jesus said, into your hands, I commend my spirit. As we reflect on these things, as we think about the, 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 the death, we also have to think about the resurrection. I want us to take a few points that will help us in our prayer. Number one, I want us to pray about the relationships that we have. We talked about fatherhood. We've spoken about the hands in which we are com- to which we are committed. We've spoken about our spirits. As we talk about relationships with the Father this day. I don't know the kind of relationship you have with the Father. Jesus defined who a son or who a father is. The scripture says in John 1 verse 12. So that for the avoidance of doubt. Say so he went to his own. And his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. It means that it is a deception to assume that God is your father when you are not, you are not surrendered to Jesus. That is why it's important to connect to Jesus. It's a covenant. It's a relationship. There are many people who have been deceived. You know, I know of people who have been to embassies. Who say, I'm coming for a visa and they say, or, 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 I'm transferring or I'm migrating to another nation. They say, do your DNA and prove that this is your father. And they check the DNA and they find out that the DNA is not the DNA of the fathers. So your spiritual DNA before God is when you have surrendered to Jesus. As John 1 verse 11 and 12 says. says, he went to his own, his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave him power to become sons of God. Even to them that believe on this. That is how your DNA will change for you to become a child of God. Talk to God this time as we pray. So the prayer point number one is the relationship about fatherhood. Relationship about who is important to you in your life. In your natural relationship. Some of us have lost our natural relationship with our fathers. Talk to God about that for this moment. And say, Lord, restore unto me the most important relationship, the relationship I have with my heavenly father. Father, I also need a relationship restored with my earthly fathers, biological and non-biological. Somebody raised you up, somebody helped. Somehow, your connection has gone wrong. Pray that God will give you a second chance. And whilst you are about to go there, God is going to touch that person. And whilst you are a long way off, He will meet you and welcome you. The Father is willing to receive you. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavily laden, I'll give you rest. Run to the Father again. Is willing to receive you. As we continue to pray, I want to ask you, where are you located? 
Where are you located? How, how do you see yourself? Talk to God about that. Well, what is the priority in your life? How, what do you hold dear to your life? Many of us hold other things dear to our lives. Talk to the Lord and say, Lord, anything that I hold dear, especially in this time that we are seeing, that with all the uh, pandemics and all the troubles, the stress that is around, we are seeing that many of the things that we hold dear are of no value. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we shall boast in the name of the Lord. As you consider Jesus' words on the cross, and consider whose hands, who, where will you place your future? Where will you place your life? Where will you place your family? Place them in the hands of the Lord. Dedicate your life, dedicate your family, dedicate your business. Commit your ways to the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. Maybe you are, you are focused so much on your, your, your excellence, your, your academics or your, your profession or something else that you think will make you good. Even fans, you, you want people who, to like you, to, to admire you. Hold on. Put your hope not in men. Men disappoint. Friends may disappoint. Society may disappoint. The media may disappoint you. Trust in the Lord with all your mind. Ask the Lord to give you the grace to depend on Him. And finally, as we pray, pray for an infilling of the Spirit of God. Jesus says, I commended His Spirit. He commended the Spirit to the Lord. Ask the Lord, Lord, fill me, make me fresh. Fill me afresh with your Holy Spirit. Revive your work in me. Revive your work. And to accomplish that, for God to fulfill that, the scripture says, as we, it's not that God's hand is far from us, but because many times our hearts are strong with sin. Many times things have come between us and God. Humble yourself and say, Lord, forgive me of every iniquity. Restore unto me the joy of salvation. Fill me, Holy Spirit. Revive your work in me, O Lord. Jesus did that on the cross. Say, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. You to ask the Lord. Lord, I commend my spirit to you. Revive me with your spirit. Take my heart of, sto of stone, my, my, my stubbornness, and turn it around. And so, Lord, I pray for my brother and my sister, and I pray for myself. I pray, O oh God, that as we have heard, we need to be connected to you again. We need a, an excellent relationship with you. We pray, oh God, that if there's anyone that we have a, a, a bad relationship with, a poor relationship with, fathers and mothers and spiritual people that we are connected with, we pray that by your mercy, you will restore. In the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, we also commit each one of us, oh Lord, that wherever we have placed our treasures, you direct us back home. That we will not place our treasures on vanity or anything that will be passed with the using. We pray, oh Lord, that Lord, you will stir up our spirit. Fill us, O oh Lord, with your spirit afresh. That when we serve you, we will serve you and honor you in all ways, in all things we do. We give you praise that when we call on you, you hear us. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen.